0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and we're in the city of brotherly love tonight. So, whether you love Pat's, Gino's, Jim's, or Steve's, it doesn't matter tonight because we are all about the Eagles tonight. It's time for TSS Fantasy.
1: Yeah! It worked for the Rock, and it's gonna work for me.
2: And you just got flattered. That's what it is. This court is adjourned.
0: It is Commissioner Cooper. Welcome to Sophistication Station.
1: I'm here to save the fantasy roster. And it's
0: time for TSS Fantasy. It's Philly night tonight. I know someone in particular is excited. Let's get the intro started. <laughs> welcome. Let's welcome it, man. Welcome into the studio. Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. Tonight's your night hey, tonight,
2: man. It is my night. And uh, it's John's roast pork is is the place to go for, for your steaks. Uh, so, yes. So, it is my night tonight. Uh, so, we're going to kick it off and with the best team in the NFC East, possibly in the NFC. And uh, they're going to be representing again in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, well, it's very well possible. NFC, not so tough this season for sure. Let's, uh, you know what? When I went up there, we went to the, uh, I think it was called the Italian Market or something. Mm-hmm. I had this like really amazing sandwich. It was like these biker guys. It was amazing. It was a great time. Ah, oh, man, gotta love it. All right, welcome
3: <laughs> in. Let's sandwich was so
0: good. What was even sweating the biker guys? <laughs> not at all. They were <laughs> actually really cool. Let's also welcome it to studio, Justin
1: Jesus Herrera. We should clip that. Jason loves sandwiches, especially when there's biker guys around. <laughs> That's a short right there. I That's meant a short. to
0: expand on this story, like they were really cool, and but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> go, ahead, <laughs> go ahead, sir. It's okay,
1: dude. We know. We understand. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm live from Dick Siriani's office over here at Patty's Pub. You know, just waiting for my next uh, beer before we head into the offensive meetings. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. I hate the Eagles, but you know what? I can't, you know, can't deny it. They were the best last year, and they're looking pretty damn good this year too. So I'm getting ready. I'm ready to kick this thing off. Let's get it going. Indeed, what a way to kick off the NFC
0: East, no doubt about it. Let's uh, also, if you're Going online, go to tssfantasy.com. Look at all of our rankings that are currently up. That will change quite frequently as we go through the summer tour. I know Dalton Kincaid has definitely gone up my list, that's for sure. Um, also, don't forget to go to our sponsors, <laughs> go to Underdog Fantasy, use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100. Also, Jazz Sports, lots of great promos. Um, they do them monthly, so check it out. Use our promo code TSS there as well. And also, if you're looking for a great um, fantasy belt or trophy, go to Pro-Am Belts. What a great way to kick off your fantasy season um, to give one of those belts away, that's for sure. All right, uh, fellas, I'm going to bid you adieu. We're going to hear from the Doc with the City of Brotherly Love, and then we'll bring in our guests. We'll be right back. That's right. The Doctor is in. Dilly dilly. We are in Philly with the NFC returning nfc champions
3: how are we doing today dr miller for the house call it is great to be here let's get started with deandre swift so he has played in 13 or 14 games each of the last three seasons but this year he's going to be sharing the backfield with jalen hurts so he may take fewer hits but you know incidentally he's also going to have to share the goal line touches deandre swift 75 percent to the bench we'll move on to the tight end position To whatever extent it's relevant, I don't know. Dallas Goddard. So last season, he played in only 12 games. In 2020, he played in only 11 games. He's ranked by all three of you guys between number three and number six. So if there was a relevant tight end, Dallas is certainly one of them. So aside of missing a handful of games each of the last few seasons, he's relatively consistent, right? No fewer than three touchdowns, no fewer than 10 yards per catch on average in any one of his seasons. So for that consistency, we are going to give him a 40% to the bench. Indeed. And lastly, Devonta Smith, what's not to like, right? 17 games in each of his first two seasons, jumping from number 29 to 9 in his PPR position rank from his rookie to sophomore year. Devonta Smith, 10% to the bench.
0: Devonta Smith is one of those guys that's been on the house call a few times. I, I do recall in his rookie season, us talking about his, quote, skinny legs and how he referred to them. Uh-huh. So, yeah, and it's interesting. You brought up Swift, very injury prone back. So something to take note. But so is Rashad Penny. So it's interesting. They brought two injury prone backs in. But we shall see. All right, Doc, we appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. See you then. all right well again it's the city of brotherly and sisterly love tonight let's bring our guest in it's a fun night tonight for sure
4: our next stop on our summer tour is the city
3: of brotherly love we go dilly dilly for the philadelphia eagles
0: let's welcome our <laughs> deb is setting it off let's welcome in our guests into the studio first i mean she's she's made the entrance let's welcome in deb wick Welcome into the studio. In. hey guys how, how are you how's
4: everybody this
0: evening great we are great appreciate fly, you being here. we are getting closer and closer to football so things are getting exciting for sure Let's also welcome into the studio our friend from the Philly, Philly podcast, our boy Eric. What's up? Welcome into the studio.
5: Thanks for having me. How's everybody doing tonight? We're doing great.
0: Appreciate you being here. And our other friend, Courtney Harden. Welcome into the studio, my friend.
6: Thank you. Thank you for the invite. And the best steaks in Philly is Tony Luke's, just to put that out there. (laughs) (laughs) I had a
0: feeling that was going to be a subject of debate (laughs) later on. Who knows? All right,
6: let's
7: also welcome in our new friend to the studio, Phil Simmons. Welcome into the studio, my friend. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for the invite. Um, but Nick was right. It is John's rules Pork. They do got the best cheesesteaks in the city. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> the
2: Italiano is the best. I love everyone's it. Everyone's
0: got a different opinion. I know that to be a fact. But listen, when my wife took me around in Philly, I thought they were all great. I didn't I didn't think there was anything that was bad at all in any of them. All right. Well, let's talk about last season Um, with the Philadelphia Eagles, now we know you finished 14 and 3 in an amazing regular season, number one um, overall in the NFC and the NFC East. We know how the season ended. Not going to go through the drama of the playoffs, but a loss to the Chiefs that really, you know, is debatable. Should it have happened? I don't know. A couple of things here and there, you know, that's a debate, whatever. We're moving on, right? But let's talk about how you operated last year offensively you guys were second in the league at uh, 29.1 points per game yards per game overall you guys were third at 385 passing yards per game 233.8 you were ninth and rush yards per game 152 per game that puts you at fourth so obviously a tremendous offense then complemented by this great defense points per game defensively you were 7th so off off the back if you're second in scoring 7th in defensive uh holding against uh, the points against you're obviously a decent football team 19.8 um yards against your team you were first in the league 292 yards um against you passing Also, number one, 171. That was your bread and butter in the secondary. Um, Amazing defensively. Rushing yards per game, 121.3. That had you 16th overall. Um, They had to find some chink in that defensive armor. So let's talk about what was. I want to play a little word association game. I meant to bring it up before we started. Um, So I'll just bring it up to you now. Put you right on the spot. Give me three words or less. Let's sum up last season. I'll go to you first, Eric. Sum up last season three words or less, and then expand on that thought. Like what? Did, what did you think of last season?
5: Best season ever. It was. It was just a phenomenal season. I mean, from the um, the the jump that Jalen Hurts took, that a lot of people were not expecting something of that nature. It was just the best honestly the best and can't wait for this season to go. I see another jump from them. So I'm excited.
0: Nice. I like it. Courtney, how about you, my friend, three words or less and then expand on it.
6: Fly Eagles fly. There's my three words right there. It was like you said, it was a great season. It was a season for the ages. I mean, the way Jalen Hurts, progressed from one season to the other from his basically it was his, his rookie season starting last two seasons ago and then he plays in the second season and he was just dominant in all phases of the game you know with the running and the passing he was improved and all aspects of the game and then I said this on my on my past shows and I've had Deb on my show a couple of times and we talked about this and we were t- we were saying before the season started Jalen Hurst just needed weapons and he got those weapons. And you see what he did with all those great weapons on offense, and the defense stepped up, played well. So it was a phenomenal season. I mean, I wish we could have got that Super Bowl, but as we said, I'm trying to move on. I'm still a little bitter about that loss, but uh it's still it was it was a great season. I can't we I mean, I can't deny it was it was a really uh, phenomenal season.
0: That was a definite bitter pill to swallow yeah. for sure for you guys. A definite. Deb, let's go to you. Three words or less, and then expand on it about last season.
4: Sure. So the first the first word I thought of was beast, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and and li- I'm I'm thinking of Jalen there uh, as well as the team as a as a whole. Um, I think it's one of the best teams the Eagles have had in history. Uh, but you know, mainly Jalen, just because I I actually was at the first the season opener game against the Vikings. And I remember being iffy on Jalen and uh, the energy that I saw and what he did on that field, that first game, I was like, this is our guy, this is our franchise quarterback. And I was really way more excited about our season, um, you know, from a, from going to that game. My second my second uh, word is love. Wow, what a great season. <laughs> and I, I, de- I fell in love. I absolutely fell in love with the Eagles, uh, you know, last season. I mean, I've always been in love with them, but let's face it, it was an amazing it was amazing for them to go 14 and 3 never thought that was going to happen uh and finally my last word is heartbreaking i was at that super bowl and uh was absolutely heartbroken in the last you know minute uh you know with the penalty and it's just just a horrible way to lose a super bowl
0: when the eagles,
4: the eagles were the better team really Amen. but <laughs>
0: But you're not you're not arguing or at all or anything.
4: <laughs>
0: all right, let's go to you, Phil. What do you say, my friend? What do you? Uh, give me your three words or less, and then expand on it.
7: So, so seeing how everybody took the positive uh mindset of the whole thing, I loved how the season ended. Right, but my three words is glad Gannon's gone <laughs> because Jonathan Gannon during the Super Bowl totally pissed me off. There was a couple plays. Where they did the in and out routes twice in a row to one the sky more, and the other one to Kadarius Tony. Okay, the first one I understand. Hey, you, you, um, you, you didn't see that, right? So you get to the same yard line, and you still wasn't able to adjust or stop. And the one part of the season where he was not able to adjust throughout the season. Um, and I think this his saving grace was uh, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, our edge rushers. Who did the did their job to come around the corners and tackle those uh tack, to sack the quarterbacks and do what they do best um i'm just glad that he's gone we're going to another type of defense uh hopefully the side does a little bit better um when it comes down to you know making adjustments in the second half and not keep getting gashed down the middle um without rushing because it was 16 from rushing like you said um, so hopefully that's something get adjusted and we can go back to the chip and we have a better defensive coordinator that can adjust to those different situations. I love it. Nick, what do you say, sir? We got host.
2: That's all I'm going to say about that one. Uh, but you know what we are, we're, we are moving on We're we're done bellyaching o- over it. Um, not, not if you listen to the, to the field of life media, you're not, but, uh, I'm moving on. Uh, yeah, we got hosed. It was a raw, raw deal. But uh, testament to what everyone said, we are moving on, and we're going to repeat this season, making the NFC representation for the Super Bowl. Speaking of
0: moving. Movement- On we talked about what is. Let's talk about, or excuse me, talk about what was. Let's talk about what is. You guys had some marquee additions to the team this year. Rashad Penny, I mentioned uh, mentioned earlier, obviously DeAndre Swift as well. Um, Terrell Edmonds, obviously another good addition at safety. Um, Some some subtractions with Miles Sanders, CJ Garner Johnson. Your that's where your safety was missing there, and Jason Hargrave at defensive tackle is gone. In the draft, you guys did very well. Obviously, you were the talk of the town um, when it came to the draft. You had Jalen Carter um, at first overall, then right back in the first round with Nolan Smith as well. Um, offensive line in the second round with Tyler Steen to help out Jalen. Um, stay upright. You got safety uh, in the third round, Sidney Brown. In the fourth round, Keely Ringo. and sixth round, Tanner McKee. Um, and defensive tackle, Morrow. Ojomo, if i'm saying that correctly yeah. in the seventh round i hope i didn't butcher that um all right so let's talk about what what is coming up this season i'll go around the room phil since you were last last time i'm gonna start with you this time give me your prediction for this year's Eagle
7: team. um i'm pretty much going with nick I, I think seeing that we got the core still there I see us really going back. <laughs> I see us going back to uh to what we have. Jalen um he had some he had some really good games last year and I think he can expand on that. Um there's something that we can I, I think that we can improve on as well as our third receiver. As much as I love Quez Watkins, um he was a he he kind of hindered us at hinders. some points of the season um got the ball intercepted and a key part of the game dropped a couple balls in the in the super bowl um so i I think we can we can be um as hard as our schedule is going to be i could probably say maybe like 12 or 13 wins again get hopefully win our division and and go to a super bowl again so that's that's my that's my prediction there
0: Big and bold i like it indeed deb what do you say do you agree?
4: I mean, I agree. <laughs> Let me back that up though. No, um I first of all super beyond excited that we got, you know, Jalen Carter blew my mind at number nine. I can't believe he dropped that far. Uh you know, because he you know couldn't participate in combine issues off the field. But I think that's going to rally around him and, and help him out there. Uh, I love that we basically have six Former Bulldogs on the Eagles. <laughs> um, I'm always saying that you know Swoop should, Swoop should have a pet, and that's a, a Georgia Bulldog. Bulldog. Um, um So I'm I'm actually going. I'm going 11 and going six 11 and for the for the record for the season. Um, I think the Eagles have a good chance of racking up wins kind of early on. Uh, I think by the record heading into the Week 10 bye is going to be seven and two. Uh, After that, they they face a a bit of a a hard schedule, Uh, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks. Weeks 11 through 15 will really tell us kind of a lot about the team. But I think we have the NFC East, and uh, if not the NFC, and I do see another Super super Bowl repeat.
0: Don't forget that Sunday night game that Commissioner Cooper will be at when America's team comes to Philly, the Miami Dolphins. Courtney Harden, (laughs) how about you, my friend? (laughs) Give me a prediction this year.
6: I agree with the whole panel. I think that the Eagles will represent the NFC. They'll win the NFC East. I think they're going back to the Super Bowl. They they've improved. I mean, with the draft and who they got is you said the, the Georgia Bulldog pipeline. And I think that is I mean, they've won the national championship the last two years. So you got a lot of talent coming over to the Philadelphia Eagles. So I think they plugged a lot of holes in. Uh I am concerned like what Phil said, I'm concerned with the third receiver. Um D Hop, you're out there. You if you're listening, you know, but uh, <laughs> but you know the DeAndre Hopkins wants to be number one. But uh it, it's it's interesting that the Eagles Dylan Hurts got his money off of that tremendous year, and you know how hard of a worker he is. So I don't think he's gonna he's not gonna rest on his laurels. And what I like about what Howie Roseman's done this offseason, he's seen that we were one minute away from winning a Super Bowl and he's like we can still improve so I like that he was out there swinging for the fences and just getting talent on top of talent through the draft through the free agency and he just wants to continue to keep improving his roster um another concern too is we do have a new office accordion coordinator a defensive coordinator I think that's got to be a point where we're we're like what type of schemes are we going to run and I hope it's a, a you know a great scheme where we can actually build on and keep rolling like we were last season. So I think that's a that's a little bit of a concern earlier in the year. But I, I agree. I think the Eagles are going to win between eleven and twelve games this season. I like it. I like it, Eric. What do you say, sir?
5: Yeah, I see. Uh, I see a lot of improvement. Like like everyone's been saying so far. Like through the draft, uh, the the draft was in my mind phenomenal. Um, not to mention the, the the Georgia Bulldog aspect of it, but the fact that we got Sidney Brown, I'm really excited for that pick. Like he he's a kid that could come in and really um, battle for the starting position, fa- fairly uh, fairly fast when it comes to the safety position. Um, I have the Eagles going 12 and five. Uh, I have them with one loss going into the bye week and. Sadly enough, I actually see that being against the JETS Jets. And <laughs> I'm I was on another show a couple of weeks ago where I took the Eagles just because the guy was a Jets fan. Uh, but deep down <laughs> but deep down, I that's the game that I'm looking at that it's going to be the blemish on the first half of the season for them. And with all the additions, uh I'm just truly excited. And yeah, I'm a little worried about the third wide receiver position. Um I'm a little iffy with the the uh, running back group. You know, we got a couple guys that are injury prone. Uh, but you know, I look back at it. We still got Boston Scott, who's going to put fear into the Giants every time we play them. Yeah. And um, yeah. I I'm I'm looking for a nice season out of Kenny Gainwell. I think I think we're going to see some some good play out of Kenny Gainwell. And my defensive guy is going to be Nabako Dean. He's he's in the defense this year, so I'm excited to see what this kid can do.
0: All right, we were cool, bro, until so you come on this show and you come on, you disrespect me by telling me that the blemish on the season is going to be the Jets. The Jets, come on, man. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Hey. All right, Nick, what do you say, sir? Give me a prediction for this year. Uh,
2: I'm not as happy with the uh, draft as as everyone else is on the on the show. Uh, I'm totally going to poo-poo the the first pick way too many character flaws way too many car- character defects you don't you don't draft a guy that needs a babysitter in in the fir- first round the Georgia coaches they would't have played him if, if he wasn't so damn good. Um, however, I was sad to see miles go. I don't know why they brought in Rashad Penny of, of all players the, the guy came't stay in the field more, more than 60% of, of the uh, of the season. I'd love the swift pickup. Uh, I am concerned about the wide receiver, the, th- the third wideout. Uh, that's probably going to be picked up by uh, Zacchaeus from uh, Atlanta. Our true third wide, our, our through ter- our through true third receiver. Excuse me, is uh, Dallas Goddard? I mean, when you got a tight end that's like Spider Man, uh, dude. Come on, he he's your third. He's your third. And then your third wide receiver is actually your fourth option. Uh, we got, according to Pro Football Network, we got the number one O line, number six overall defense, number eight defense coming come, come into it. I think we're going to be eight and zero before the bye. I I think we're going to be eight and zero weeks nine through thirteen. That's going to be like as, as Deb said, it's going to be tough sledding. Um, but I think overall we're going to be around fourteen and fourteen and three. Okay, somewhere around there, uh, thirteen wins. My two biggest areas of need and concern is safety. I don't like Rod Blankenship. He hasn't proven to me anything. The only thing he's pro- proven to me is that he is that he can get beat deep and then and then whiff on tackles. Uh, and it's probably going to be going to be Wallace and Edmonds. That was a bad, bad pickup. Pittsburgh couldn't wait to let him go because because he's afraid of contact hello you're a safety that's your job uh but safety is my my biggest spot and the line, linebackers are going to be uh Reddick, dean and smith are going to be your starters nice i like
0: it
3: that's Listen, it. That's all i have that's all yeah, i have i know it,
0: was, it took really a minute like a long time but actually i i did want to say to a and o
2: Have you looked in the mirror?
0: <laughs> Listen, it's dark out here, Nick. That is just all about Hollywood magic. Yeah, all that's right, we're to nice move on to our next segment. We had a lot of fun um, talking about what was and what is and all that good stuff. But now we're going to have a good time. Nick, I'm going to send you to the back because we got enough to, to for it to be even, and I'll send you to the back and come back after the third segment. So, let Oh, and by the way, guys, Nick always poo-poo's everything he is we call him Flanders like like Ned Flanders from The Simpsons like that's literally this guy name, <laughs> so you guys are aware all right when is the truth let's get things started it's time for some fun with the fantasy quiz show there seems to be no sign of intelligence.
3: It's the Fantasy Quiz Show. Uh,
0: Justin Jefferson. Justin
3: Jefferson.
0: It's going to be a long game. (laughs) It's not going to be a long game tonight because we got Eagles experts in the building. All right. So we're going to make this easy for me visually. All right. Eric and Phil. So I'm going to team up. Eric and Courtney actually. Because that way, Eric and Phil can go against each other, and Courtney and Deb, you guys can go against each other as we go. Okay. So, basically, Fantasy Quiz Show works like Family Feud. You guys are on separate teams. We're going to ask that first question. Uh, between first, like I said, between Eric and Phil, as I say it out loud, unfortunately, I don't have a buzzer. So you just shout out the answer. If somebody whoever has the highest answer, obviously will win the round for their team. Then you guys can go with it. Close out the round. You'll have three strikes, obviously, to close it. If not, the other chance the other team will get a chance to steal. It's best out of five, basically. So you got to win three rounds to win it. Let's get it started. We'll top five answers on the board. Like I said, we're going to start out with Eric and Phil to start this one out. Top five answers, and we're going to go to the QB position. I want to know all time in Philly history looking for the QBs with the most TDs thrown.
7: Donovan McNabb? Donovan McNabb?
4: I was like, wait.
7: Yeah, I was just-
0: Donovan yeah. McNabb is number one on the list, Phil, 216. So you and Deb control the round. Deb, you're up next. What else you got?
4: Cunningham.
0: Randall Cunningham. Number three on the list with 150. All right, back to you, Phil. What do you got?
7: Ron Jaworski. Ron Jaworski. Ron
0: Jaworski, number two on this list, 175. Deb Ball and said court.
4: I'm going to go with Michael Vick.
0: Michael Vick. Doggone got it on, own, Not but... on the list. <laughs> All right, Phil, what do you say?
7: Uh give me uh shoot. Let me Steve Van Buren. Steve Van Buren.
4: It's back to me.
0: Back to you. <laughs>
4: man. You, you got, got uh, i
0: left. Number, number four and number five <laughs> what? is what's left.
4: Oh my god.
0: I'm gonna go, Jalen
7: Hurts. Jalen
4: Hurts.
7: <laughs> Stop it! Get some help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no bueno there on that one, but that leaves it up to Eric and Courtney. You got a little meat on this bone. Can you grab either four or five? You can talk amongst yourselves um, to get a consensus. Answer. I think I got.
6: I think I got one of them. I really believe this one. Um, you want me just go in and just say it?
0: You can I'll say it, but you know we don't have to go with it. If you want to just tell oh, him see what he says,
6: Carson Wentz.
4: Oh,
6: I like blocked, blocked you
4: out. You. <laughs> no, me too. <laughs> That's awful.
6: He's been there for a while. he's been there for a little bit, so I think he's getting he there.
0: Eric, you good with that?
2: Sure. I can't.
0: Right. Carson funny. Wentz.
4: Yes. So yeah no, that was that guy. was horrible that is it. <laughs> i forgot <feel laughs> <bad laughs> about him completely
0: carson Wentz, number four on the list 113 and number five was norm sneed 111 oh, yeah. i got you the wrong norm, norm you don't know. Now you know. Let's go to round number two. Courtney and Deb, you guys are up next. Top five answers on the board. And Again, I'm going all time, but I'm looking for rush yard leaders of all time on the Eagles.
6: Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders
4: Uh, Devontae Smith.
0: Devonta Smith. Why am I
4: blanking? Why am I blanking?
6: Uh, Brian Westbrook.
0: Brian Westbrook. He takes it for, for his team. He'll take you guys will take this uh well at least get control of the round. Brian Westbrook is number three on the list, five thousand nine hundred and ninety-five. Eric, what do you got?
5: What's on McCoy? Shady
0: McCoy. Janie McCoy, numero uno on the list, 6,792. All right, Cordy, what else you got?
6: Will Montgomery.
0: Will Montgomery? Like it.
6: Number
0: two. He's number two on the list. Sorry, I got frozen there. Number two on the list, 6,538. All right. Well, let's see. What else you got, Eric?
5: Deuce Daly. Deuce.
0: He's number five on the list It's 4,807. All you're missing is number four. Courtney, do you got it?
6: Oh, let's see. Keith Byers. Keith
0: Byers. Yeah.
5: Eric? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, Wasn't there long enough, I don't think. But what about Ricky Waters?
0: Ricky Waters.
5: Oh, Didn't think so.
0: All right, Courtney, can you save it and close it for your team?
6: Mm, let's see. Oh my goodness, I'm trying hmm. to think. Who is it? I'm gonna go Steve Van Buren.
0: Steve Van Buren.
5: Forgot about Van Buren. Courtney swept the round
0: for Eric and Courtney right now. It is 2-0. Ooh, we might be a sweep tonight. <laughs> Eric and Phil, you guys are up. This is when the questions get a little tougher. Here we go. Top five answers on the board. I'm looking for winning percentage, and I'm actually looking for all-time Against other franchises, what's your best or the teams you have the best winning percentage against?
5: I want to say the Washington Redskins.
7: The
0: Commanders, Redskins, or football team?
7: <laughs> Phil? Mm. So long. Give me the Jets the JTS Jet, Jet, jets
4: so it's the best percentage the winning against
0: yes and it's interesting eric brought up the jets uh you guys losing to them this year do you guys know you have never ever lost oh, so to the new york jets you guys uh-huh. that is your number 1 you guys are 12 and 0 all time Five. against the jets
5: that's awesome, actually. All, All right, right. let's 13 go you
4: <laughs> Think. Um, I should know this. I'm gonna go with the Rams.
0: The Rams. This one's hard. Eagles, Eagles fans, I mean. if uh, the streak is broken uh, by the Jets, you heard it here first, and you can send your email <laughs> to the Philly Philly podcast.
7: All right, yeah. Phil, what do you say? Uh, give me the Texans.
0: The Texans.
4: I was going to say that, too. It. <laughs> it's
3: another team you're actually undefeated
0: against, also. You guys are 6-0 all-time against the Texans. They come in at number two. All right, Deb, uh, what else you got?
4: Mm, I'm going to go
0: the Giants. The All the hail the New York Giants. Sorry, guys. Not no, that's fun <laughs> there's some meat
7: left on this bone. Uh, boy, uh, let's go let's go Jacksonville, the jaguars <laughs> you
4: tried,
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, Listen, that means tough. Eric and Courtney, you guys have now have a chance to not only steal this round, but to steal the game here. Right. You guys talk about yourselves. You're looking for the franchises you have the best winning percentage against. I was gonna think of Giants
6: the that she already said that because we owned them over the last five, six years recent. Um
5: I was going to say Detroit.
6: Let's go with it.
0: (laughs) The Detroit Lions for the game. You're still, you guys are still Uh, in in the game. (laughs) It's the rest of this list is the Panthers are number three at eight and four, the Broncos are number uh, four at nine and five on this list. Number five is the Steelers, 48, 29, and three all-time, 619 average winning percentage. So there it is. All right. Well, Deb and Courtney, you guys are up for this next round. It's 2-1. Things are getting interesting now. We're going to stay with that winning percentage theme, but let's go to the opposite end of it. Top five answers on the board. I'm looking for the teams you have the worst winning percentage against. I'm gonna Who's say that was cowboys. Uh, did you what did you say first, Deb?
4: I didn't know who which of us was were going first.
0: Okay, well so the court, said the Cowboys. Deb, what do you say? I'm going to go the Seahawks. The Seahawks. All right, Courtney, we'll go back to you for one more shot at it. What do you say?
6: Uh, I'm going to say Buffalo Bills.
0: The Buffalo Bills. Deb,
4: how about the Bengals? The
0: Cincinnati bagels Yeah,
6: literally
4: oh. just throwing out cheese.
0: Oh, let's go around, stole
6: the round. Stole the round. <laughs>
0: Got it picked up, you guys. All right, Phil. What else you got on this list? You're looking for the all-time worst winning percentage against you guys. Cincinnati Bengals. By the way, sorry, bad host there. Number one on this list: three, three, nine, and two. You guys, you guys are all-time against the Bengals. Uh, The
7: Indianapolis Colts. The Colts.
4: Damn! <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. Oh my God. Uh, there's thirty-two teams. Um.
7: Yes, that's a ton.
4: am <laughs> uh, just gonna pick Green Bay.
3: <laughs> the Packers. <laughs>
0: They are um, number four on this list. Sixteen and twenty-eight all time. Three hundred and sixty-four winning percentage. All right, what do you got?
7: Jeez, the pressure. Um, let me get New England Patriots. Patriots.
4: No,
7: no bueno, point. Deb. Come on, Devils, do.
4: I'm like, Let me just pick one. Uh, Oh my god, I don't know. Um, uh, Dev, the Bills.
0: The that answer was already given.
4: Of course, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the Cardinals.
0: The Arizona Cardinals:
6: Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Big James. <laughs> All right,
0: well, Eric, right. well, you guys can steal here in an exact situation, win this game We the got team. number one on the list with the Bengals and number four with the Packers. You still got two, three and five left.
5: Uh, Dude, what about Dallas? Uh maybe. I was thinking the Saints. Saints is another good one. Well, you call it. What do you want?
6: Oof. Let's go with the Saints. Let's try the Saints.
0: The New Orleans Saints.
6: Why? Why?
4: Why? Why?
0: Why? It's probably Dallas. A victory did not come marching in that time for Courtney and Eric. Here is the remainder of that list. Bears are number two, 14-29-1. The Browns are number three, 17-32-1 against the Browns. And number five, the Chargers, you're five and eight all time against the Chargers. All right, we're all tied up. It's two to two. We're going to the final round here. Eric and Phil, you are up for this one. Round five, here's top five answers on the board. Here's the question. We're looking, we're going back into all-time stats, and I'm looking for the all-time receiving TD leaders of all time. Harold Carmichael. Harold Carmichael. Num- number one on the list, Phil. You guys control. He's number one at seven one. and nine. All right, Deb, what else you got?
4: Uh, Deshaun Jackson.
0: Deshaun Jackson. Oh Was big playmaker, but not on the <laughs> list here. Phil, what do you got?
7: Uh, Let me get – oh, shoot. We had some bad receivers for a while. Hmm. Let me get Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin.
4: Yeah.
0: All right, Deb. No pressure here. You gotta keep your team alive here. A lot of meat on the bone. You got another guess?
4: Uh, uh,
7: please just read my mind. <laughs> <think I'm>
4: <laughs> How about Mike Quick?
7: Mike Mike Quick.
0: Gotta love Mike Vick or Mike Quick from back in the day. He's number three at sixty-one. All right, what do you, is? She reading your mind? Did she read your mind? <laughs> you ever... No, she didn't.
7: That was the right answer. <laughs> did you get it? Oh my god. <laughs> um. Let me go with Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz.
4: Zach Ertz.
7: <sighs> you idiot. <laughs>
0: Eric and Courtney, no pressure. This is for the game. This is for all the marbles. Can you steal it or are you going home a loser?
5: Courtney, I'm going old school here, but what about Tommy McDonald? Let's go with it. Let's go.
6: Yeah, agree. Tommy McDonald for the W. yes yes thank you thank <laughs> you they are
0: loving it on that one for sure with the tommy mcdonald number two 66 um meet pete p if i'm saying that right is number four at 61 number five on the list pete ritz That's in at
7: 47 so that's
4: your,
0: <laughs> did, I <say> <laughs> did i say it wrong did i say it wrong
7: no, no, I'll just, just don't going. know who that is. Oh, i you guys, no, <laughs> <laughs> my job. So, I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I like butcher them sometimes.
0: It's all good. All right. Well, that makes our winners tonight. Eric and Courtney, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. nice love it it. and as tradition on our show when we have a winner phil and deb we ultimately have a loser so you're telling me there's a chance (laughs)
4: not the first time tonight
0: for sure nonetheless we appreciate you guys coming in it's going to be an exciting season tonight next segment we're going to get into the fantasy stuff but before we get into that we want to give you guys an opportunity to plug yourselves and going on to this wonderful football season we're about to embrace ourselves with eric let's start with you where can we follow subscribe get all your great content
5: You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us also on uh, Spotify and pretty much wherever you listen to all your podcasts at. Any platform, you can find us on it. And um, uh, we uh, do our thing over um, at sixpackcoverage.com. You can find our shows streaming on their YouTube channel. Just search Six Pack Coverage and search the Philly Philly Podcast.
0: Nice. All right. Make sure you go – subscribe follow and check out all their great content phil how about you my friend where can we follow subscribe
7: get all your great content all right so uh you can find me on twitter at ff pork um you can find all our content with dynasty Rewind, where you can you can get all our podcasts everywhere whatever podcast you um whatever podcast platform you go to um we also have a patreon uh, patreon 4 slash dynasty rewind you can ask questions all night people are on there all the time so it's just nonstop. so you have a question about a trade uh free agent injury or anything um, we also just dropped a full rookie breakdown of every rookie that was drafted um, <clears throat> that's a small fee that you can pay, and we can have strengths, weaknesses, uh, the draft capital. If you think it was in a good landing spot or not? And um, we, and we have more to come. We're going to be dropping re- redraft as we have our dynasty content. We're going to be dropping redraft content as well, um, on TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. So just follow us, and uh, it's a good time. It's a it's a family family atmosphere. Like we always say, it's no dumb question. Just ask us and we can answer it any time of day.
0: Follow, subscribe, get on that Patreon. I might be on the Patreon right now, brother. You know how many times during the season I'll wait in the middle of the night? Oh, man, I don't know if I should really do that. But there's nobody to talk to. Well, <laughs> hey, maybe we'll jump on your Patreon and talk to somebody. All right, let's go to Courtney. Where can we follow, subscribe, get all your great content, my friend?
6: You can find The Real Deal on all the podcast platforms, Google, Spotify, Apple, you can uh, follow at Get the Real Deal on Twitter. Follow me on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Uh, BS3 Network is the uh, the network at bs3network.com, and you can find us on the Roku channel as well. BS3TV is the ro- on on Roku uh, Roku TV uh, Roku channel. Just type in BS3TV, mm-hmm. type in the Real Deal, you to get all those uh, all the episodes there. The real
0: deal for real. I mean, how easy is that to remember? Make sure to follow, subscribe, get all his great content. Deb, where can we follow, subscribe, and get all your great content?
4: Sure. I am across the board at Sport Report Deb, IG, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Uh, you, YouTube, I think I'm at Sport Report Deb. I might be Deb Whitgis on YouTube. But um, also, you can catch me. Uh, I'm doing some coverage for the Los Angeles Football Network as well. Uh, and uh, if you guys are into, you know, Rams and Chargers, I'll be covering them a little bit this season. So uh, I I'm, I'm just excited for the season to be back.
0: Indeed, aren't we all? I totally agree with you. I might have to have you pop in for some of those shows as well. We appreciate you guys popping in. It's a pleasure Good to have you guys in for our summer tour. Good luck to your well, Eagles. Like I said, you're more than welcome to stick around. But we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we come
3: back. It'll be time for our fantasy focus. Underdog Fantasy is here to save your post-fantasy football season blues. The easiest place to play and win with the Underdog Fantasy app. Get up to 20 times your money in a single night with our Pick contests. Grab some insurance when setting your picks and win even when one pick fails. Go online now and use the promo code. TSS to double your deposit up to $100. (laughs) Sit gingerbread. Good girl. All righty. Well,
0: it's time to get down. Justin's really getting down. He's been sitting backstage, hammering some drinks, chilling, getting ready. Let's get on with our fantasy focus. All right, so I'm not that guy that toots my own horn. I'm just not that dude. But I will say that somebody was banging on that Jalen Hurts drum last year. And, man, it was so – victory was so sweet last year. I mean, in a lot of my leagues, I rode that train, and I rode it all the way to the championship last year. He gave us big, big taste of what he can do for us. That was with A.J. Brown just a getting you know, accommodated with him. I like them, him number one overall this year because, again, another another year in the system, another year with A.J. Brown. He's still got the rapport with Devonta Smith, who is another year maturing. I love this offense. You have the swift factor, which, man, dump it off. Big plays ahead. He's still going to run the football. I love Jalen Hurts all the way around. He's my number one QB. Justin, what say you, sir? Oh, he's on mute. <clears throat> Justin, you're on mute, sir. Sorry. I was read I was reading my <laughs> scripts and not looking at the camera.
1: <laughs> it's all good. My wi-fi is about to go out too. Um, so uh, I ate a lot of crow last year over the Jalen Hurts thing. Uh, he really matured into his own. I got him at four this year. Oh, um, yeah, Camacho over there being like, I got one, right? Ooh. They'll <laughs> we'll take one. Hey, I'm at midnight at crow. I ate a lot of crow last year because of that. I'll pass up on all the stock. But I got him at four, and it's not because he's going to regress. It's because I have two other quarterbacks that are getting up there in the ranks and up their game. Um, I think he's still going to be a fantastic guy for Dynasty, a fantastic guy for Redraft. I just think – this offense might take a little bit off with the additions of Penny and Swift. And then I do think Gainwell as well is going to get some more touches. When you sign a guy on to be a long-term quarterback, you want to take a little bit of stress off him. Let's take a little bit of stress off of ramming him up the middle. (laughs) Kind of like the same argument with Josh Allen. Yeah. I really enjoyed when they did that. All right, Nick, what say you, sir?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm a child. child. I'm a child. I got, you know, Ram up the middle. Uh, listen, I got, I got number two. I have a Mets. I'm sorry. I'm immature. That's not even where I was at at all. That's I weird. apologize. That, that, that's so funny, Nick. I was, I, like, was there, dude, Nick. You, I was there, Nick. <laughs> I was like, Justin, where do you want to Ram him? Okay. So anyway, Hey, um, I have him. In, uh, <laughs> I have him at number two. Uh, just because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. So I'm expecting a big uh, touchdown production from Mahomes. Right now, uh, my big thing with uh, with the Eagles is they're so Jalen centric. Um, whereas he's the passer and he's the runner, just like Allen is in Buffalo. Uh, I think it might weigh on him a little bit this year, as as Justin said. So I'm going to stay with num- with number two. But if him, if you stack him and AJ Brown, that that is a top five stack.
0: Indeed, it is, Courtney.
6: How about you, sir? Where do you got Jalen? I agree with Nick. I got him at number two. Um like I said, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be number one on a. That's not everybody's list. A lot of people's list. He's going to be number one. But I got Jalen right up under him at number two, and he might not have as many rushing touchdowns, but. Who's to say that he can't? He's not going to have more passing touchdowns. He, he, you know, he can continue to improve as a passer. And you're right, AJ Brown. I think Devontae Smith is going to improve even more. Uh, you still got Dallas Goddard, and you got all those weapons. DeAndre Swift, he's a, a great addition in the backfield. Uh, could catch out of the backfield as well. Uh, get Kenneth Gainwell, which I think he's going to. I think actually Kenneth Gainwell. If they didn't pick up Penny and Swift, Ken again, it would have been the number one running back. And he has improved over the years too, over the last couple of two seasons too. So I got Jalen Hurts at number two, just right behind Patrick Mahomes, just above Josh Allen.
7: I love it. I love it. Phil, what's say you, sir? Yeah. Yeah. I have him at number two as well. I mean, we, we, we can't deny the Patrick Mahomes uh, talent that he has. He makes everybody good. He just throws the ball to Kelsey and then whoever else is open down the field, he just throws it to them. But Jalen Hurts is a, is a, um, Is a very, very close second. Um, Seeing that they did not ban the touch push, they're going to continue to use it and get those touchdowns. So those touchdowns will still um, propel him to possibly pass Patrick Mahomes. But Jalen, he's still going to have them rush yards. But that's one thing I can do is I cannot compare him to a Josh Allen because Josh Allen's a little bit more reckless with running the ball. Jalen will slide and and not get hit in, in some cases. Josh Allen's, like, jumping around hurling over guys and throwing the helicopters in the air. That's too much. (laughs) Jalen will get down and and learn to live to the next play other than that freaking Bears game when he got got knocked down pretty hard. The tush push.
0: Absolutely love it. Eric, (laughs) what say you, sir?
5: Yeah, I, I agree with everybody else. I have him at a very close second behind Patrick Mahomes. I mean, in fact, in, in my fantasy league, he um, he was thirty eight points behind Patrick Mahomes at the end of the season in, in my fantasy league, and just three points ahead of Josh Allen. Um, but with like with what everybody's been saying, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, still a lot of room for improvement, and he's uh, he, he's going to I feel he's going to take that next step again. The Eagles are excited for him. He's got a lot of talent. The kid is just super professional. And he just he's a he just doesn't stop learning the game, he he. So I think he's going to make this a very very fun season, and uh, but yeah, I still think he comes up just a little short behind Mahomes.
0: One, two, Five, three, four, three. whatever. What we're telling you is for fantasy purposes. Go draft Jalen Hurts when you can. All right, let's go to the running back situation. We talked about uh, DeAndre Swift. Now, unfortunately. Um, When I did those segments with the doc and it's earlier in the day, um, and unfortunately doc thought we had really a little bit less time and he really wanted to get into Swift. So, uh, my apologies to doc for, uh, misleading him there, but, uh, you know, we know, we know the injury history with Swift we know the ups and downs. Um, you know, I just sit here and go over it and beyond it. We know the deal, right? We know he makes big plays though, when he is healthy and that is exciting for this offense. So if, Perhaps he does stay healthy. Going to be a great addition to this offense. Rashad Penny. Penny. You know, it's kind of the, you know, I, I don't know what to really say. He's shown flashes of brilliance. He looks okay. You talked about Kenneth Gainwell also um, coming into the fold. I'm kind of a wait and see. I'm a Kenneth Gainwell dynasty owner, but I'm still waiting and seeing. you mentioned Boston Scott also as well in this depth chart. So right now I have it with Swift at 27th and Rashad Penny. I have 34th, but I'm a wait and see pretty much on this offense right now. And that's why I'm doing the summer tour so I can hear from my experts and let them tell me what I should do. Justin, what do you say, my friend? Where do you got him at?
1: Yeah, I'm very bullish on DeAndre Swift. I got him at number eight right now. Um, this is a team that Miles Sanders went from 43 to 10 last year. And the only difference maker was that he got 10 touchdowns. So this is a team offensive line ways. The schematic and is built to last. I mean – Howie Roseman is, I I hate to say it, he is a freaking genius when it comes to structuring (laughs) contracts and getting guys to the draft. He has always got his line ready to go, offensive and defensive, and that's going to work out to anybody's favor who's running behind it. DeAndre Swift is a big explosive guy. He's going to be catching passes from Jalen Hurts. He's going to make Jalen's life easier. So Jalen's going to go to him a lot. I, you know, I think that, you know, Miles Sanders had some injury problems before last year too. And then last year happened, and he just freaking took off. And this is Swift is kind of in that same situation this year where he's dropped in ADP. And just like Miles Sanders did last year where he was like that dead zone of running back, nobody wanted to touch him. A lot of people are kind of feeling that way about Swift this year. And I'm going to tell you, go out and get him. Because if he's in that RB3 range as far as drafting goes, you might get a steal as an RB one right there. And that's where I'm capping him right now. Penny is 35 for me. I think he can have an opportunity to get higher. If, you know, obviously if Deandre Swift does get hurt, but uh, also I think they like his explosiveness. The Eagles seem to do change of back, change of pace backs really easily that that offensive. Like I said that offensive line is just stellar Uh Gainwell, I wish he had gotten more reps because I really liked him at Memphis. But uh, he's kind of off the board for me right now. He's around like 54, um, and then Boston Scott only playing when they're playing the Giants because he seems to always get two touchdowns. Gainwell on the field
0: looks like a receiver, honestly. When I see every time I see him on the field, I'm like, man, that wait, he's a he's a running back for them. Nick, what do you say, my friend?
2: Uh, I don't. I'm not as high on uh, DeAndre Swift as, as Justin is right now. I have him at 19th, and it's it is because of the injury. Uh, and it is because it's going to be a uh, split backfield, backfield, as always. I'm going to look right now. I think it's going to be more of like a 60-40 split between him and Rashad Penny. Like I said, um, they they went out and got two running backs that are, that are hurt a lot. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have – I have Swift at 19. And the reason why he's that high is because of his receiving ability. Penny, I have – at 38 uh should be 34 and i have gainwell i'm not always really sold on gainwell man he's just he's too small and he's he's just too spotty i have him at 48 and boston scott he is a luck he is a luxury uh i love to have him but i wouldn't draft him
0: phil tell us we're wrong and we should take swift number one
7: overall he can do so, that. <laughs> so and yeah, I'm not definitely not doing that. Um, so, so my issue with Swift is when he came out, I, I didn't really wasn't the biggest fan of him because he really doesn't really run with that much drive. And it kind of showed in Detroit, right? They tried to give him the rock, he kept getting hurt, and then what did they do this year? They got Jameer Gibbs, who they think that can fit in that role for them. Now, I'm not saying the guy is not good. The dude has immense talent. But I I think when it comes to him as a pure runner, that's my biggest issue. Now, we keep talking about him catching his ball out of the backfield, right? Jalen didn't check down a lot last year, and I think that's the biggest issue. Now, I don't know if Brian Johnson is going to change that uh, when it comes in his offense other than uh, Steichen, but this is something we might see to help protect Jalen. This might be one of the things or maybe he'll run less um in between in between the 20s and try to check it down to his playmakers. So in, in this case, in this backfield, I don't really know. This is something that we have to see maybe in the preseason, see how they're running, see how they run this offense and see how it goes. Um so with Swift, I'm not sure. Uh Gangwell showed a lot last year. I know he's small, but he got the job done. And I gotta give him credit for that. Um so I totally love that. Boston Scott again, I know it's an ongoing joke, but against the Giants, he gets the job done. I don't I don't know what the hell that is. So that, that that's confusing as hell to me. Anyway, <laughs> hey, you see you know
0: that he's all reliable when it comes to the Giants. Boston always yeah,
1: yeah. beats New York.
0: Eric, <laughs> what do you say, my friend? Where do you got him? Uh
5: well I I agree with Phil and I, I have agreement with Justin. It's with, on Justin's case, you know he's he's running behind probably one of the, probably the best offensive line in football. So that that gives you something to to go with. That gives you some kind of uh, some confidence in in him to find what he didn't have in Detroit. Because basically, right now, what he brought with him, what he brings with him from Detroit, you know, it still it still follows him. He hasn't really taken a step because, like Phil said, he gets hurt, and it, it happens. I mean, you can't. You can have projections, you can put a guy up or down, but end of the day, we can't predict injuries. And, you know, so because of his injury factor, I'm going to, I have him actually ranked at like 31st. So um, I want to see, I want to see some consistency with him. I want to see some health concerns put to pet, put back in the pasture for a little bit um, and, and see what he can do because he does have some competition for some, some, some touches with, with Rashad Penny, and I agree with you, Kamish, about Kenny Gainwell. I, I also have him in a dynasty league and he's more of a receiver in my in my mind. So I mean, for me the Eagles backfield is a bit of a question mark. So but it, it, it's something that behind that line and and smart play by the quarterback can really can really excel.
0: Yeah, regardless, it's going to be a good running attack. Um, just like to see who's that guy that's going to step up. Who is it going to be, or could it be a whole platoon of guys? Courtney, what do you say, my friend? Where do you got everybody at?
6: Yeah, I, I kind of agree with everybody, um, especially Eric, because it is a question mark. The running game is a is a question mark fantasy wise because we don't know what the injury history with Penny and with Swift. Now, I was excited when they did get Swift, um, just because I think he is he's very versatile. But it's just him, his availability. That's the that's the question mark. And also with Rashard Sharpenny looks good for about six games, maybe beginning of the year, and then it's like, uh oh, that other shoe drops and then it breaks down. So now you got Swift. So maybe combined or like one great running back, those two they might give you eight games or one eight games for another. But I think another another concern for me with uh, fantasy wise with the, with this backfield, there's four running backs, three really, and then like I said, Paul Scott, he comes out out of the pasture to, to, to dominate the giants but the three uh the, the three running backs there's, there's a lot of question marks because of you said the injury history and the way sometimes the eagles the nixon on the offense they call the games the way they they you know the play calling too i know all those eagles fans sometimes we get upset with the play calling because it's like one game we're a great running team like one game we look like we gas teams for 250 yards i know it's situational. Two hundred fifty yards and the next thing we pass for 300 yards so you don't know uh, the fans are like oh if I start Rashard Penny here and he gets five six touches that's a concern and we're passing for 40 times so I think that's where Sirianni he still has to find a balance now it it worked a lot and then you got Jalen Hurts who is another running back quarterback who might take over and then there was a lot of times when Jalen Hurts just took over games and then next thing you know He's got 90 plus yards rushing and nobody else has anything else. And I think that was the problem with Miles with, with Miles Sanders. We, you know, great as he was this last past season, he just it just wasn't it was a consistent workload. And that's partly due to maybe his inconsistent play and partly due to the play calling. So I'm a little concerned now that we have four running backs that uh, if I had to rank them, it would be Swift, Penny, Gainwell, which I do like. I do like Gainwell a lot. And um, and then Boston uh, Scott.
0: Well, we'll see how it all shapes out. Well, hopefully if Swift stays healthy, he could really be, be a big yeah. boom for your fantasy roster, especially about where he's going right now um, in drafts. All right, let's go to where we know we're going to make our money, and that's the receivers on this team. A.J. Brown, we talked about the connection last season. Like I said, I was blah, 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 blah. That's all I talked about all summer last summer. Well, I'm um, talk about it again. A.J. Brown, my number three receiver. High on A.J. Brown from last year. I'm still high on him again from this year. And I got Devonta Smith, number 13th. I mean, this is a true 1A and 1B. I mean, there's a couple other of these combos in the league, but this is certainly one of the better ones. Um, Devonta Smith is getting... Um, open deep and he's getting open quickly. He's very fast, and he is um, I got him at number 13 overall. As far as the number three receiver, Devon Allen, Olamande, Saikis. I don't really know. I think like Nick said, the number three receiver is pretty much Dallas Goddard. I don't really know if I see much value in either of those guys or if there's gonna be another guy steps up. Who knows? There's always fun surprises during the NFL season. So let's go to our experts, of course, though. But let's go to – well, let me go to Justin first. Justin, what do you say?
1: <laughs> I, I got this to say to Commissioner Cooper. over. Here. He's like, I'm, a, I'm really high on A.J. Brown and high on Devonta Smith. Uh,
0: that's fair. That's fair.
7: That's
1: oh bad. man. Uh, you you might be high, but it's not for those takes. Those takes are great. Uh, I love AJ Brown. This year I got him at six. Um, I'm going to move up Devonta Smith to nine because I just can't deny keeping him out of the top 10. Mm. I mean, you can't be a wide receiver too and put that kind of numbers up and just... You can't, I can't keep a top 10 and I I was a fool for keeping them out for this long. Uh, As far as the third receiver goes, yikes. Who is that boys? Like, who are we talking about? Is Quez Watkins still the option there? Um, I mean, I I would just assume it would be Dallas.
0: No, I think. Is going? His Internet was going out. <laughs> yeah, it there it is. <laughs> all right, Nick. How about you? Let's go off to you. Got Goddard, on. right? Oh, there he is. Never mind. There, you you
1: back, Justin? Yeah, yeah. How, okay, how much did lost. you miss? How much did you miss?
7: I told uh, you, all you we heard was Dallas. All we heard was Dallas Goddard. That was the last thing.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I said I I was asking the boys. I was asking the experts. Who is the three? Like, is it still Quez Watkins? Like, are we talking about? You know somebody else in the building that's uh, shining right now. Got
7: right him. now, it's Quez, <laughs> I think. As a as a, as a as a wide receiver three, yeah. I think it's Quez, yeah. but I think they brought in Zacchaeus just to just for competition.
5: Yeah, I, I agree with that, Phil. I totally agree with that. They just brought him in for competition.
1: Yeah. Well, Zacchaeus is not even close to on my board. He's not touching his He's 40 yards the other direction for my board. So I think I, I got it. I think I got it. I think we can move on to Nick on this one. <laughs> All right, Nick, what do you say? Where you got everybody at?
2: Yeah, I don't know if Justin was, was referring to uh, to uh, Cooper's takes or his, or his tokes. So anyway, um, overall, boom, boom, uh, overall, in standard, I have uh, I got Brown at six and uh, Devonta Smith at nine. But however, in PPR, I have Brown at eight and Devonta Smith at twenty because because Devonta Smith gets he gets the more of like the long bombs and then AJ Brown is more of your possession receiver that can take it for forty yards. Uh, but I'm going to let you guys speak on on that and due to the interest of uh, time.
0: Thank God, Eric. What do you say?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, Yonza can talk all uh, fucking night if he wants to. But oh, I say four
2: words. Oh, he's taking too long. And he's
0: still going. Eric, <laughs> what do you say,
2: sir?
5: <laughs> um, I have AJ Brown. He's the easy one here. You know he he's the he's the big dog in that in that room. I have him at seventh overall. Um, and I do have Devontae Smith, uh, like, like Nick, in, in standard at, at, at 9. I, th- I believe he said 9th. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, in, in, in PPR, I have I have Smith down a little bit. Not as far down as him. I have him about 15th um, just for the fact that he can literally explode. He can. Um, and it may not be the, the receptions, but he'll get the yards. But, um, yeah, so, you know, that's what I have with them.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much uh, them two, and that's it. But what do you, yeah, what do that's you think, that's
6: Courtney? It. Yeah, I agree. I think that both of these players can explode, and I have yeah, I have AJ Brown top five actually. I like got him fifth, and Devontae Smith. I, I'm I'm with Justin. can't put. I don't think he's out. Definitely not outside top ten. He's definitely ninth. And I think he definitely has a lot of uh, to improve even more. And we forget Devontae Smith. He had 95 receptions. So in PPR, I mean that's that's huge. I mean he doesn't get the the Yak yards is twelve point six yards per care uh, per average, but those ninety five receptions could have easily been a hundred. Uh, you know, if he doesn't have a you know few bad games. Uh, but AJ Brown, we know what he is. He's he's like I said he is the big dog of this receiving core. Uh, he's the big play. He's the big play uh, playmaker as well. He'd catch in the middle, catch deep, all those things. And uh, our third receiver to me is Dallas Goddard. <laughs> he's the you know he's tight in three or four. Uh, overall, and he's the th- he's the third best receiver in the you know, on the Eagles too. So yeah, it's, it's Brown, Devontae Smith. I think is down. Scott as
7: third receiver.
2: And you're on mute. <laughs>
7: I was trying I to read your lips. Like, I want to see sure if he was talking to me. <laughs> I, well, actually, I was. I was like, Ed Phil, what do you say? <laughs> um, I would still have them uh both and uh both as wide receiver ones. It's like you said, there's with no quarter with no wide receiver three. Um it's it's the AJ Brown Devontae Smith show. And then I'm pretty sure we're talking about tight ends later, so I don't want to elaborate on that. But it, with them two, th- that's it. We we can't trust Quez. We've seen it. We tried he tried to throw him the ball and it just never worked. Uh Alomni Zacchaeus is nothing. And Lord knows who the uh what was it? Britton Covey. He's not even on the field. He's just there to catch um kick returns and punts, and that's it. So when it comes down to it, it's just just them two and that's it. So that that's all he's gonna throw the ball to. Um he had he has no history of checking the ball down to sweat to any of his running backs. Um, even when we had Sanders, Sanders was dropping him. So um, he's going to trust the guys that he knows going to catch the ball, folks.
0: It isn't rocket science. I mean, we're sitting here telling you we're talking about two receivers that are going to dominate catches on a team. They have really nobody else. Those are two guys you definitely want to grab for your fancy rosters. All right. Well, speaking of tight ends, it's a perfect segue. So we're not here all night. We're going to bring in the defense to it as well. Um, Dallas Goddard. Bottom line is one of the top tight ends in the league. Since this position is still in fantasy, he's one of the ones you want to target because you don't necessarily have to jump for Goddard. You can kind of sneak him in a little bit later. If he does stay healthy, though, he can prove big dividends for your fantasy team. So Dallas Goddard... Um, Right now, I got him as the number six tight end overall just because I got a couple of guys ahead of him. But he's still somebody I have zero problems targeting, especially later on in drafts. I don't have to jump for them. And again, Eagles D. I mean, I went over the stats earlier. They didn't get any any worse. They got, in fact, a little younger and a little better probably with playmaking ability. So I still like this defense going into the season. Schedule is going to be a question. But. Again, everyone's going to be a question right now because who knows what team's going to be good or bad. So right now, I definitely got the Eagles number three. I think they're a good defense to grab. Justin, we'll go to you, my friend. What do you say?
1: Yeah, I'll make this really quick. I agree with you on the ranking six. Uh, His stats have always left a lot to be desired. Uh, His most touchdowns are five in a season. That was his sophomore year. Um, He's only gone over 700 yards twice. Uh, there's just there's a ton to be left desired and you know with this offense funneling through AJ Brown and uh, Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith that connection right there you throw in DeAndre Swift it just seems like more and more targets are not getting left to Goddard and not left over for him top five usually those guys are crucial to their offense we're talking about the Kelsey's the Andrews the Kiddles; those guys are the one or two on their offense. It seems like Goddard might be the three or four. Minutes.
0: All right, I like you. Nick. What do you say?
2: Well, uh, in respect to Andrews on Baltimore, there is nobody else, you know, up, up until this season. So, so of course, uh, in PPR, I have I have him at nine, and then overall, I mean, in, in standard, I have him at three. And then the Eagles' deep defense—they're going to fall anywhere in between three, three, and six at the end of the year. So, I mean, you're we're splitting hairs here at this this point. Easy breezy, feel you, Courtney. What
6: say you, my friend? I agree with both of them. I think uh, Goddard's in that three, four, five range, I believe. Uh, as you said, I think Kelsey Andrews maybe TJ Hawkinson, but then I'm going to go with Goddard at that four spot. Um, it's just injury concerns with with Goddard as well. He has, you know, the last two years hasn't played a full season, so that's a lot to be desired. But, um, you know, he has big games sometimes, but it's just the consistency again with the play calling and whatever you, you think how the Eagles are going to win. They just win games however they, they need to. Um, but it's, they're an explosive offense, so Goddard can have a couple big games. But I got Goddard there. The Eagles defense, I, agree.
7: I think they're going to be top
6: five as well.
7: I like it, Phil. What do you say? Uh, with Goddard, uh, it's kind of hard for me to say. It was much more the desire that we needed. Um, he got hit with a cheap shot last year, and this was his first full yeah. season. I think he probably would have easily got maybe 900 yards and a few more touchdowns if they didn't grab his helmet and slam him to the ground and tear his collarbone, or oh, break his collarbone, I should say. So I, I think you mean the play that wasn't called? Yes. Uh, so yeah. the tra- tra- trajectory was going up last year and we saw it. So I think with him being healthy, I think we're going to see that breakout tight end season that we're continually going to look for. And I think that we're going to get that. Um, so that's, and then we don't got to talk about Grant Calcaterra sure. and Jack Stoll and all those bums. So we can, and then, um, uh, <laughs> right. Um, defense wise, I think that I think they're top five. Um, Something we didn't talk about, Brandon Morrow from the Bears. He's on that. He's going to be running the middle of that defense with the Kobe and have uh, Smith and or Smith Sweat and um, can't think of his name right now. The other guy, whatever. The other pass rusher I can't think of right now. Reddick. 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 My bad. <laughs> uh, coming off the edge and doing their thing. So I think it's they're young in the middle, but they have enough speed on the outside to get there. So I still think they'll be top five. Um, the, the, it don't even matter who the defensive coordinator is going to be. And big, big man Jordan Davis in there just swallowing up the middle. So just do what he does. Exactly. Eric, what say you, my friend? Close us out.
5: Yeah, I agree with Phil. I think we were seeing a very strong upward trend for Dallas Goddard until he got injured. Um, I had him, uh, being in, in the, the top five, but I literally have him, uh, fourth, you know, going just, just inching out. I, I believe that he's going to inch out, uh, George Kittle this year to, to be in, to be in a little higher than the top five. So like Kittle four, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Goddard four and Kittle five with, with, you know, Kelsey Andrews and Hawkinson in there. Um, but yeah, I agree with Phil. He was trending upwards until that injury. Um. The defense is definitely going to be between three and six in in the rankings, you know. Um, but I I am truly excited for the the youth movement on that defense. And oh, I hate Dakota. <laughs> my dog came in. Um, yeah, the, that that defense uh, with Nicobe Dean, Morrow, and and Reddick that that's just going to swallow up. Up players, I'm I'm so excited for it. And Phil also brought up, you know, a lot of people are so happy about Carter and and Nolan Smith, but all of a sudden now people forgot to talk about Jalen Carter. Like, how do you forget about that guy? Like, he seemed to be the the name that just disappeared after the draft and everything. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm just waiting to see this defense go. Like Phil said, it don't matter who the D the DC is, it doesn't.
7: It
0: don't. Going to be an exciting year for the Philadelphia Eagles for sure. Excited to excited NFL season, but you guys are going to be right back in the thick of things. No doubt seeing you probably at the end of the year, maybe holding that Lombardi trophy. Who knows? All right, well, again, thanks our guests so much for coming out tonight. We're going to take a break tomorrow night and then we're going to be back on Wednesday with the dallas cowboys oh my goodness mm. about to go to sleep i uh, just kidding <laughs> just, just messing around all right guys well, we do appreciate you guys don't forget hit the subscribe button on the fantasy sports corporation and hit that notification bell we appreciate you all and we are out